0: Some years ago, in my second church in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, our church started a bus ministry, busing students from the University of Tennessee over to Oak Ridge. And it was one of the greatest ministries I think we've ever ever had. That was two young women are here tonight who I met through that bus ministry. Strangers in college, they came to our church and became our Daughters in the Lord, and that's going on 20 years ago. Gina Thorpe and Connie Brown, just stand up, both of you. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm proud of them. They, they came to us in their tender years, heard the gospel, and, and they've never forgotten it never forgotten it Connie went to, from there to Washington and, and was blessed to get in the ministry of Brother Siva because she wasn't going anywhere else she wasn't going simply to a black church because she was a black woman, she was going where they were preaching Jesus Christ Amen. and for some time she sought and sought and, and Gina has found a church, she's in New York I don't know her pastor personally, I've met him, Uh, there he sits right over there, and she's very pleased, she has been troubled, and oft times I'm called, where can I go to church? Where can I go to church? And I think this is one of the blessed things of having addresses of each other, because uh, many times uh, there's a young lady in the Chicago area, Illinois, who's been writing me for two years. And if anybody knows anybody in that area that's preaching the gospel, I want the name. Because she says, I've been to over 50 churches and I can't find the gospel of God's free and sovereign grace. The gospel that blessed my soul that brought me to the light. And before I'll sit under anything else, I'll stay at home. I, uh, I know there are men there and around somewhere, I don't believe the Lord allowed the sheep to starve to death. But it's important sometimes that we know each other, because uh, I want to know where you are, where you're preaching. And uh, we don't care about the color of each other, we care about the teachings of our Lord. And uh, when these uh, young people write and tell me, I'm still holding on to what I heard, my heart rejoices. And I'm just pleased to see these young ladies here tonight and uh, after many years still loving the gospel, still loving the gospel. I think I've said about all I need to say. Again, I can't thank you too much. All of you have been, uh, at least all I've uh, met and come in acquaintance with, have been most gracious. And I thank you for that and I pray that the Lord will bless this work here in the years to come. I want to speak on the last message tonight from the eleventh chapter of 2 Corinthians. The last evening sermon, Paul said he wanted to cut off the occasion for any occasion for those who were seeking an occasion to deface him, to bring him into shame, disgrace. Tonight in verses 13, 14, and 15. He tells you why he's against them. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. That's disturbing. That's disturbing. And no marvel. For Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light Therefore, it is no great thing If his, if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness Whose end shall be according to their works I don't title all the time and I title this I call it Satan and his gang These verses deals with Satan, his women, and his men. In our conference, I think two years ago, a peculiar lady came. And I must uh, give uh, an honor to whom it is due. I would probably have wrecked my own conference. I... After I'd spoken to her nicely and asked her to be quiet, she was persistent that God had sent her to prophesy against us. She was a preacher, and she was a prophet of the last day, and, and I talked to her, many of the brethren talked to her, and, and I just decided the best way to get rid of her is to open the window and pitch her out.
1: <laughs>
0: and uh, she said... Uh, she said she was going to get up that night and prophesy. John Reisinger said to us, Let's just start singing. And I wanted to know how long we were to sing when she stood up to prophesy. And I thought, I thought of peculiar kinds of interruptions and how bold, how bold is our adversary. one of the elders of our church was preaching about 6 weeks ago at main street the floor and the balcony were filled and a very distinguished man and his wife came in as visitors he was the professor he said at one of the united methodist seminaries he came by to visit we made him very welcome. And in the middle of the sermon, our church is alive on television. You can imagine how embarrassing it was. But in the middle of our sermon, the man stood and began to scream. And he stood up on the pew in our church and begged the people to leave and turn from this heresy. I, he was preaching on the doctrine of election said the doctrine of election is pure heresy. May God damn Calvinist. He began to scream that. Well I, I, I think preaching is Papa's job. I don't think mama can handle that and he just uh, can't walk in and take over my house. And he and I went to battle. Next Sunday we had about a hundred visitors, and the Lord, the Lord blessed. I, I won't say I wasn't angry. I won't say that. I, but, uh, but uh, I, 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 I was an excellent hypocrite. Prime television time, and here stands a professor from the Asbury Theological Seminary and the pastor of Main Street going to battle with the Bible in their hands. After I stripped him, I said, and you get out of this church. Don't come back. My brothers and sisters, I, I, I say that to say this. We are at war. We are at war. And the enemy is getting bolder than ever before. We are under attack. And the men of God who preach this gospel ought to be prayed for. And we ought to be most studious of the word of God. Because they are rising now from every hamlet in every village. Their mouths against the God of the Bible. These verses deals with them. It deals with their method. And it deals with God's judgment. I want to... to, uh, Sound a word to some of you who feel your work is not going well I heard a man say something to me quite disturbing I said "Uh, do you have a good work he says oh it's it's a it's a fine work a fine sizable congregation for a sovereign grace church he says we have about 30. there's nothing wrong with 30. there's nothing wrong with 10 but why do you all feel that we are to have small crowds? If they had 3,000 on the day of Pentecost, God's still able to do it again. If you feel that you're a little behind of uh, uh, the fellow in the first church of this and the first church of that, I- I- if you feel you're a little behind in the cathedral ministries I I want to say a word to all of the saints of God in here tonight don't leave the bleachers because the game ain't over yet (laughs) wait 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 Till the last ending for you see beloved we are playing a game with a predetermined score i'm not playing because i want to win i'm playing because he's already won I've already read our plaque. I got a sneak view of the plaque. Our team's going to get. It reads "Well done." So if you if if you feel. If you feel your your ministry is sort of mocked down, if you wonder why this fella uh, has this great house over here and you're preaching in the back room of Holiday Inn, don't leave the bleachers. The game's not over yet. I believe, brothers and sisters, that our Lord is going to have another hearing. And I believe the gospel of Jesus Christ will be heard again. I pray daily, God, visit this land in true revival. Revival. And I don't mean a five-day meeting at an altar call. I pray God visit this land in true revival. I pray that the saints of God lift up their heads and rejoice in the God of your salvation. I pray that you remember that a king is among us. And somebody ought to know the king is among us. Because we ought to have the shout of the king. If they can jump all night over nothing, at least every now and then we ought to raise our hands to the glory of the king. I don't see anything wrong with that. Don't put the light under the bushel. Sound it out. Make it clear. Preaching has got to make sense. And the educated preacher, he holds great high degrees. He who has read many books, he who is a learned man, must put the canned goods down or the child can reach it. Don't preach out of their sights. Preach in their sights. For the gospel must be made clear. And don't tiptoe through the tulips with it. I'm, 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 I'm always disturbed about a man who preaches like he doesn't believe it. I'm disturbed about a man who preaches like he's not sure himself. I'm disturbed about this tongue who's forever apologizing for God being sovereign. I'm disturbed about the man who preaches afraid of giants. And I don't need Saul's armor to kill him either. Stone or do it. Meet him in the strength of God. Look him in his face. Tell him to his face. You have defied the army of the living God. And for this, you're going to lose your head. Do you want to give it to me? Or do you want me to take it? (laughs) Because you're giving up your head today. You have defied the army of the living God. The gospel must be preached clear. It must be preached strong. We don't need sissies up here preaching the gospel. Stand up like a man. Preach like a man. If you're scared, go home. If you're scared, get out. We don't need you. You'll mess up the whole system. For we are at war. We're not out to make buddies. We're not out to get on the mayor's committee or the governor's team. We are neither Democrats nor Republicans. We are the bond of God. I'm not getting trying to get to preach the next dead president's funeral. Billy Graham can do that. When I go up to see the president, I'm going on business for the king. Tell him to his face, Mr. President, you have been weighed in the balances and you've been found wanting. Mr. President, I have a message to you from the King of Kings. Every knee must bow and every tongue must confess. We have a message and we're not afraid of it. You who are timid and afraid and weak and tiptoeing and scared, you're not sure where you stand, you're here today and over there tomorrow. You change colors. I shouldn't have said that. You change colors. <laughs> in every situation, you grin with everybody. You who long to be accepted by the higher echelon of culture, you're in the wrong business. For our mere appearance will make enemies. Don't open our mouths. We've got enemies. But we are not afraid. Don't be shocked. Don't be shocked. I'd, I'd love to see a sovereign grace preacher who's balanced. I, I celebrated 33 good years of preaching April the 4th. I I I'm, I'm just not shocked anymore. I, I I I I'm looking for anything to happen. I I am I'm, I'm looking I'm looking for somebody to start a church soon that says to be a member of this church you must strip off naked. And cut your arms three times and come and hold it out. I I'm looking for that I'm looking to cut on the television one morning and there are 10,000 folk in the auditorium, everybody naked and bleeding. Marvel not. Marvel not. Don't be shocked. You're knocked off balance when the world can shock you. We ought to have been such students of the word of God that we are so well informed that anything and everything will rise against our Lord. Stop letting members surprise you. Stop crying because two or three families walk out. You know they're not there for him. Many of them are there for bread and fishes. They're not there to praise him. They're there for the picnics.
1: Don't be
0: shocked about what anybody says to you. For not only will they say it they'll say it boldly when a preacher gets up preaching to me like he's sorry he's up there I get up and go to the bathroom Now, uh, I, now, this is what I say. Uh, or This is my opinion. Of course, I don't want to offend anybody. I, 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 I know some of you all not agree with this. But I, 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 I believe Christ is Lord. But if you don't want to believe that, that's all right. And I believe he died for his people. But if you believe he died for everybody, I mean, don't, I don't want to offend anybody. Say what you mean. Stand somewhere. Get to the gospel and stick to it. And if I die... Let me die with the gospel sword in my hand. I want get remembered when I'm gone. Even by my enemies, a preacher died today. A real one died today. And he'd go for your juggler vein. He'd grab you and... go after your throat (laughs) no it's not your way and this way it's the way I went home my mother has one sister living she's 82 years old and I went home and she said uh, I had a brother to die 75 and there was a boy, young man there uh, who was supposed to have killed him. I, I didn't, I don't know, I, I didn't press the charges. My brother was dead and we couldn't bring him back and I didn't go through all the court hassle. Of course, however, if a fellow is suspected of killing your brother, it's just not one you would um, run around with. She said, uh, she said to me, she says, Dennis, she says, Gene wants to invite you over to the house. I says I, I, I don't think I care to go over. She says, now listen here. He can keep you out of heaven. I said, he can? She said, yes, he can. She said, if you don't go to his house and eat, could be a speck in your heart against him. That'll keep you out of heaven. I said, no, it won't. She said, yes, it will.
1: <laughs>
0: You've got to love him. She so said, Jean can stand before you in the gates of heaven. And I thought, you're uh, old woman. And I, uh, I, I said, where do you get such foolishness from? She's from the Bible. I said, where? And who told you, Jean would be up in front of the gates of heaven? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I just need to hear it or there. I said, but what do you, what do you, what do you, where do you get this? She said, if you're going to heaven, you got to love everybody. You got to help everybody. And you got to read your Bible. And you got to live right. And you got to live right every day. She said, because if you're not living right every day, you, you may die on the day you're not living right. And that'll be the day you go to hell. I said, stop that. That's not true. And she stood up here. she says, I know you're grown. I know you're past 50. But I am your mama's sister and you will not raise your voice at me. I'll slap your face. I said, no, you won't. I'll slap you back. sit down woman sit down woman sit down woman and listen and let me tell you about the grace of god thank god my going to heaven is not on my day or on my living it's grace and grace alone i am what i am Ah, by the grace of god I owed a debt I could not pay but he paid a debt he did not owe and I am securing him I was in before I knew I was in and she says "And that, that kind of preaching is going to mess up your ministry too Brothers, don't be shocked by what you hear. People will call you crazy. You've lost your mind. What's wrong with you? Your mothers will say, with all of the training I tried to give you and i have struggling to send you to college and hear you out here preaching to 15 people, you could be over there at First Baptist right now. <laughs> just fill out your resume and then and, 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 and I'll get mr. so-and-so he's the president of the bank to speak up for you you could have a big church you could you could be doing so well I am doing well because I'm happy in Jesus alone Amen. <laughs> and any man who's in Christ is doing well yes. Yes. don't be shocked don't be shocked Satan the prince of this demonic force, our adversary, Diablos, the devil, one who cast himself in between two to separate. That right? Watch him. Watch him. Watch him. Watch him. Watch him. Watch him. Watch him even in your pretence. Watch him. Because the heart is deceitful and wicked above all things. Watch him. Watch him that you don't carry some sort of secret little sword in your pockets that you did not produce in the Bunyan conference. Are we all leaving as friendly as we pretend? Watch him. We have, we have, had a great conference. We are smiling here, but stronger words are spoken on the grounds. Watch him. Don't let eschatology destroy the message of sovereign grace. Because brothers and sisters, all we've been doing this week is trimming the tree. And Christmas is not about a pretty tree. It's the gifts under the tree. Watch him, he's a divider. And I always have a word to young, young preachers. Don't run back to your churches from Bunyan and start you a series of messages of 10 on eschatology. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't 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 go back home to your churches and become eschatological brilliance and masterminds and you're gonna prove the email position and the pre position. You you go home and tell folk to look to Christ. He did not send us to make scholars. He sent us to make disciples. Have I got some warriors? Watch it that your brilliance not deceive you and rob you and dethrone you as an instrument and a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Watch him. The devil is out to divide us. He's out to divide us. Brother if a man preaches sovereign grace if he's a bible calvinist he's welcome in my pulpit and i will not examine him on eschatology i want to know what he believes about the atonement i want to hear him say something about christ being our substitute He better not say Christ partially paid on it. (laughs) I'm not going to pull his coattail. I'm pulling him down. (laughs) I want that man to preach to that sinner. You are lost. You are ruined, cast away, dead, damned doomed. He chose you. He came, got you. He brought you to him and to him be the glory for what he hath done. Amen. And don't worry about the end. Let's get started. Watch him. I've been preaching so a long time, and nobody's deceitful as a bunch of preachers. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll even walk up after your sermon and shake hands and say, Brother, I really enjoyed that message. You really blessed my heart. Walk out the door and say, I didn't, I, I, I didn't like that at all. Uh, 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 uh. You know how they do. They shake your hand because they're close to you. Not because they agreed or believed or liked it. Watch him. He's a deceiver, he's a divider. And brothers and sisters, the world needs to hear what we have to say. (coughs) We're the only preachers in this world that's got a good explanation for the bombing of Oklahoma. Find one of us, we'll tell you what happened. We have a message that brings comfort to aching hearts. Right. Right. I told this several places. I think I told it to your place, Brother McCall. But one, one Sunday morning, my phone rang, and, and there was a dear lady in our church. She says, Elder, can you get over to my sister's? And I, I, I knew her sister, and she was a member of, a, of a, a church of some kind, whatever it was, I don't know what it was. And she said to my sister's just dropped dead. I said, oh. She says, can you come? I said, well, you know, she's in this movement, and I'm sure that preacher's over there, that minister. Minister's all right. I'm going to deal with that. You can be a minister and not be in order. <laughs> and I said, I, 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 and I, 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 don't, I don't want to get involved. She said, you've got to come. I said, my sister is standing here frying eggs for breakfast getting the kids ready to sun for Sunday school, slaps her chest and drops dead. And here this fool, her minister is over here telling these children that God had nothing to do with it. God didn't even know it was going to happen. And said, my nieces and nephews need somebody over here who's got the message to talk to them. Because if God didn't take their mother, our murderers are loose. She said, this morning, they need to hear sovereignty. They need to hear he can do whatever he wants to do. When he wants to, where he wants to, how he wants to, and with whom he wants to. And nobody's able to stop him. Why? Because he's sovereign. Hallelujah, in this house. Yeah, because he's God. He's God all by himself. Exalted, royal, in might and in majesty. And nobody has any right to speak against him. Wherein, wherein is the grace of God? Wherein is the grace of God? How could God allow those little children in Oklahoma to be killed? What kind of God would do that? The God I praise is the God who let anybody get out. one child got out. That's grace. For the God we preach has not dealt with us after our transgressions nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. We have a message for America. You've turned against him. He brought you here. He brought you here. And you won't even allow our children to stand up in school and say the Lord's Prayer. Hmm? Did he not turn enemies loose on Israel? Did he not chastise them with wicked nations? God will turn loose terrorists and bombers and everything else on this nation because she's corrupt to the bone. Government's corrupt. A friend of mine in outside of Chicago the other day was telling me they were having a series of murders in his city and he said when they found out who was doing it, the police were doing the killing. It's dangerous to stop at night if a police fix a light on you. Man has gone mad and wicked and it's the mercy of God that he allowed this world to stand one more day. Don't you dare speak evil of my God because a child died. He's sovereign. You must declare him sovereign. You must preach him sovereign. Is he sovereign, people? Is the God of the Bible sovereign? Well, then we ought to proclaim it. We ought to proclaim it in life, in death, in disasters, in catastrophes. We ought to declare him sovereign. And to say he's had mercy on anybody is more than anybody deserves My brothers and sisters, our homes and our families and churches have been divided by this divider What's the method he's using? He's not running around in long red underwear with a forky tail, I tell you that. He's using transformation. That's a good theological term, isn't it? But here is the clincher in the text. He hath transformed himself. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. Transformation must take place, but we must be acted upon, rather we doing the acting. The forces that oppose the gospel are indeed transformed, but they have done it themselves. He worked upon himself. He's done an excellent job. And don't fool yourself. He comes to Sovereign Grace conferences. And he knows the five points. He can write a book on them. it's not what you know but it's who you know and who knows you i'm not impressed by what you can spew out of your mouth i'm touched by what comes out of your heart good to know doctrine but you can learn that and recite it but whether or not you know Jesus Christ a man can know good doctrine and cut his brother's throat but if you know Christ You'll drop your knife Can anybody hear me on my last round? My brothers and sisters He disguised himself He put on a mask He walks among us He walketh among us tonight As an angel of light He walks among us As a messenger He manifests himself He exalts himself He desires preeminence Among the brethren He's a destroyer He loves to be called The leader. He wants to be lifted. Honored and praised. Watch him. He becomes the authority. On everything. He's a confuser. We don't find it comfortable. If it were possible. To walk shoulder to shoulder with our Lord. We find the best seat in the house is at our master's feet. Yeah. Free. Free. Martha! Yeah. Martha! You are cumbered about many things. But Mary has chosen the best part. Get at his feet. Uh, get at his feet. Yeah. I know why you're so haughty. You're standing up. Get at his feet. Don't know why you walk around with your nose up in the air and you're critiquing instead of praising. Get out of his feet. Yeah. 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 fellow walked up and said, I enjoyed your message, Brother Ward, but there was one point you didn't uh, really touch upon. I said, there's a whole lot of points I didn't touch upon. <laughs> I left them for you. Touch on them yourself. I'm hot and tired, I've got to (laughs) go. Touch on all the points. My God, I can't even see all the points. I can't find all the points. The men have been dropping buckets in that well for 2000 years, and she's still coming up fresh.
1: (laughs) Glory
0: to God. You're still coming afresh And when I'm dead and gone There'll still be you dropping the bucket In that well What are you talking about you silly nitwick We didn't touch all the points You better thank God in a sermon If he allows you to breathe by one point
1: All
0: oh, the well is deep. We have not wit to draw with. It's deep, I tell you. He, he, he who exalts himself makes himself to shine. Be careful, brethren, brethren! Be careful. Don't leave. Don't leave. Because you didn't get a church last year. Don't let liturgical religion come over and sell you a bill of goods and we'll give you a great house and give you $40,000. That's the same thing the Lord was confronted with in temptation. If you, if you fall down, worship me, I'll give you a great... I'll make you Bishop of the Diocese <laughs> and, and, and they say, and they say, and we won't bother your doctrine because our church is not so steeped in doctrine. We care for souls and uh, you, you, you may be free to preach whatever you want to preach. We'll give you a, we'll give you a $50,000, we'll give you a seven room house and a brand new car. We, we'll make you the Bishop of, uh, of all of Pennsylvania. Just come over. And you, you study, and nobody studies like we study. If you don't study, you're not a part of us. We are studying people. We haven't arrived yet. We have come into to knowledge. We keep studying. We keep studying. John Reesinger studying like the day he started, keeps studying, reading the same passages he read 30 years ago and reading it tonight. Oh! ago he had his finger over it (laughs) so no nobody nobody should glory in your wisdom because God hadn't told you all yet (laughs) Mr. Big Stuff Mr. Big Stuff shut up your mouth God hadn't shown you everything I'm just happy about what he has shown me I'm happy about the little I know. You're, you're putting hours and hours into a sermon and, and then Dave, you walk into your church and, and here on a cold morning in New York a handful of folk to hear this message and hear this fellow over here who's been out deer hunting all week and never picked up a Bible, never prayed will not reverence God. He walks in the right most reverent jackass and here he comes in and you've been at the Bible that you're in your studies praying and asking God to give you some light on this little passage and you've been asking God to please help me God I need you to help me to feed the people and here this fella is walking around all week long doing nothing he walks in with 10,000 robes on and gold hanging everywhere and there are thousands of folk hearing him talk for 10 minutes about nothing and you have the word of God and nobody's there to hear you there's a great temptation to walk away from that and to walk into that but I'm telling you stay where you are don't leave the bleachers The game's not over yet! Well then! If he has transformed himself it is no small wonder That to see his men following their master Because I think every man ought to follow his master I think every man ought to worship his God Who said that Bill? Somebody at your conference one year said Sooner or later God's going to give every man a chance To spend eternity with his God You can be assured that every man will get a chance To spend eternity with his God If he has transformed himself Into an angel of light His ministers have done the same We don't have thrown a man for being a minister We don't have thrown a woman for being a minister We just want to know whose minister (laughs) Are you? Who you ministering for? Who are you running an errand for? Oh, I pray tonight I'm talking to some ministers of Jesus Christ. We too are transformed, but we didn't do it ourselves. Oh, hallelujah tonight. Hallelujah tonight. We didn't do it ourselves. He did it. Didn't he do it? He did it. He did it. He, did it. he transformed us. Oh, don't stop me. I'm on errand for my master. I put my hand on his thigh. On my way from my master. Don't stop me. I'm in a hurry. I got to go somewhere. You will, you will excuse me. I don't have time to sip tea in your parlors. I don't have time. I'm on an errand for my master. Set some milk before Eleazar. Sit him down.
1: No, no.
0: Haven't got time to eat. Haven't got time to eat. I will not eat till I've told my errand. No, I've got something to say. I've got something to show you. I've got something to show you. Look at the treasures I have. Aren't they great treasures? Gold and silver laying everywhere. But that's just a sample. That's just a foretaste of glory divine. Follow me back to my master and all that my master's got belongs to you. Every time, God Almighty, every time you get a chance, show off the treasure. Every time you get a chance, preachers, show off the treasure. But don't you tell them it's yours. Don't tell them it's yours. No, no, no. Tell them it belongs to your master. You think you have a good time in the conference? Wait till we get home. Wait till we get to our master's house. Wait till we walk the streets of gold. Wait till we join the Hallelujah chorus. Wait till we join the saints of old, crying, "Worthy, worthy is the Lamb." You think we're having a good time now? You ain't seen nothing yet. Get up and follow me back to my master's house. It's not been told. Wait, I let her think it over with. See if she's going with me. We're leaving in the morning. You wait. We're on errand tonight. We're on errand tonight. We're on, we on errand tonight. You haven't got anything to do. you preach preaching on the side. On what side? What? You're a part-time preacher what don't do that don't do that I'm 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 not a really a pastor I'm just a local part-time this is full-time business well I know what you mean brother Ward but what I'm talking about I don't pastor a church I said this is full-time business maybe all your life has been called for is to meet a Nicodemus who comes to you by night I don't, I, don't, I don't know if, I don't know, um, some of you scholars can be asking. I don't know if Amos preached anymore, but shucks, that little bit he did preach, he stirred up things, didn't he? Sometimes man don't need to preach for one good sermon and die, because he preaches another, and he'll mess up the one he preached before. So <laughs> some men live too long, they ought to have preached and died. We own Aaron. We own aaron we have been called by god we've been commissioned by god he's deposited in our voices on our tongues some of the great treasures of heaven show off the treasure not yourselves show off the treasure on the street corners in the highways byways hedges every time you get a chance in the marketplace show off the treasure Anytime a man drops by, say hello, show off the treasure. My brothers and sisters, these ministers, these ministers of Christ unite. The ministers of Satan will divide. One brings healing, the other brings hurt. One brings misery, the other brings a message. Oh, to be a minister of Jesus Christ. What do you want to be? I want to be a servant of the Lord Christ. You've got two? Preach. You've got 2,000? Preach. Do you hear me? Yes, If a little boy in Sunday school, yeah. preach. Yeah. An old woman about to cross over, preach. Don't let anybody have to beg you to preach. I was in Atlanta, Georgia, oh, some ten years ago, at a Baptist, National Baptist Pastors Conference. And the uh, the scheduled speaker that night, who was to instruct us in uh, something, couldn't make it. And the president of the convention said, We are delighted tonight to have Dr. So-and-so. He's one of the greatest minds in New Testament theology. He is taught to some of our greatest schools. So all of you men standing in awe of him. He helped the theological chair at Virginia Union. He taught some years at Andover Newton, one of the greatest minds. So the, they're using his textbooks right now in the schools of all across the country. One of the greatest minds, one of the greatest New Testament scholars alive. He said, we're, we're not short sure. on the speaker. He said, Doctor, we want you to address this august body tonight. One of the greatest minds in New Testament theology. And he stood there arrogantly, he said to Mr. President, I am so glad to be recognized here by all of you. He says, uh, if you will sing perhaps a few more songs, I have forgotten, I did not bring any notes with me, and I need to go back to the hotel and get my notes, and I shall return. And I turned to one fellow and said, the greatest mind in New Testament theology? (laughs) (laughs) And the topic was the importance of grace. In the experience of a believer. And the greatest mind. In New Testament theology. Had to go back to the hotel. To come tell me. About what grace was. I said I'm your speaker.
1: You got a speaker.
0: I don't need any notes. For the story. Is in me. The truth of Christ is in me. Yeah. Open my mouth, and preaching starts jumping out of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do not need any books and papers to talk about the grace of God? The grace of God who found me. The grace of God who keeps me. The grace of God who sustains me. The grace of God who secures me. I don't need any notes to talk about grace. I'll even tell you why it's amazing. It's amazing to believe us. Because no man will fathom its depth. No man will ever understand it. And every time I have a new experience With a dimension of grace I come back saying Ooh, it's amazing They'll parade themselves As servants of righteousness Thus encompassing three things they would declare themselves innocent, holy, and just That is a sure mark of the adversary Because you see, he or she preaches We are good people with minor errors God needs us he hath no hands but our hands to do his work today he hath no feet but our feet to walk in wisdom's way He has no eyes but our eyes to see the clouds today. God needs us. God is sort of dependent upon us. Don't let him down. If you fail, the mission will fail. You must carry the ball. You've got God worried. You've got God taking nerve tablets. You got him stewing on the throne. Because he needs you. He's depending on you. And then here comes one of us. And you got 50,000 folk all weeping and saying, I must go because God needs me. And here I walk in the door. And I say, you filthy scalawags. You dogs of hell, who needs you? God could take a bird, shake up a nation tonight. God could send a mouse in here. Make him crawl up and sit right here. And he looked at Christ. (laughs) There would be emotion in here tonight. When you heard the gospel according to a mouse, you wouldn't move. For if these hold their peace, the rocks will cry out. I don't know about you, but I'm just glad to be in his service. Because God didn't need me. God doesn't have to have me. I'm just glad in providence he chose me. I want to be faithful because he chose me. But God can make the word talk, ground talk, birds talk, bugs talk. I'm just glad to be in his service. And then you walk around with your arrogant self like if God fires me he's out of business. Because I know, I, I know the secret to the vault. Humble yourselves, humble yourselves. Humble yourselves, humble yourselves. Come down, come down, come down, come down, come down. Come down, come down. Just a heartbeat away from death. Come down. Cancer's crawling up your back right now. Come down. Come down. You'll break loose with a virus tomorrow. that the, the doctors can't find what it is. Come down. You're only here for a little while. Stop your foolishness. Stop your mess. Come down. You haven't got time to fight. Praise him. Yeah. Amen. Ministers of righteousness. Praise him. These false pretenders that I'm about through. Who declare themselves innocent, holy, and just. The final act will be over after a while. The final act will be over. And the great judge of all the earth. Shall find them who have opposed him who have stood against him, who have fought his truth, who have slaughtered many of his men, who have driven us from pole to pole, who have broken and wounded our hearts. The holy God shall find their innocence guilty. Their pretended holiness will be damned. And they assume just will have their mask stripped off of them. And the Bible said they shall be judged. Hallelujah. By their works. But their works will not be found to be perfect before Christ. All sovereign grace folk. We too shall be judged by works. Oh, yes, we shall. Oh, yes, we shall. We too shall be judged by works. What makes the difference is the pronoun. Thank God for the pronoun. The pronoun changes here. They shall be judged by their works. I shall be judged. I shall be. I have been. It, it's over. It, it's over. It's over. I said it's over. I said it's over. Thank God it's over. Praise Jehovah is over. I have been judged by his works. And I've been found perfect before the eyes of the holy gods. It's over. It's done. It's through with. I'm not working, trying to get in. I'm already in. His works. 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 Oh, yes, we are praise Him. Oh, yes, we will praise Him. You won't find anybody there. Walk around strutting red back. We'll all walk in a very humble posture. And they say, hey, "Brother, how do you make it here? It was grace. Aren't yeah. you yeah. the fellow I saw in the, on the corner selling the drugs? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm the one. Aren't yeah. you yeah. the, the madam that ran the yeah. the red light district? I'm the one." Aren't you? What are you doing here? How do you, golly, how did you make it in here?
1: I knew you, I
0: knew you, I knew you. How did you get here? Grace! Yeah. But you were such a bad boy But I was good in Jesus I was perfect in Christ Here's the righteousness He has laid upon me I'm accepted In the beloved Is that good news? All saints of God He's mine tonight He's mine tonight He's mine tonight. I'm not tottering on the brink. I'm not scared of the journey because the journey has already been made. He's mine tonight. He's mine tonight. My soul rejoices in the God of my salvation. Do you hear me? He worked it out. He worked it out. He planned it. He did it. And he did it for me. I'm sorry. I get happy about that. I feel like running think about that. To think what he did for me. He loved me. Before I knew him. And all of my love. Is due him. He plunged me. He plunged me. He plunged me. How, how did God know me? He knew me. He knew me in eternity past. He chose me from the dead. I was dead in my federal head. But Christ came from me. He paid the debt. He redeemed me. He satisfied the law. He paid the penalty of sin. And now I'm redeemed in Him. I'm happy about that. I'm happy about that. I said I'm happy about that and you can't take my joy and if you don't have any joy then you don't know what I'm talking about but he did it for me and I shall be judged I have been judged I thank God for being judged by the works of Jesus Christ